Well, from our understanding, the president still perceives that he wants certain remedial action to be set aside that was set out in paragraph 8.4, 8.7, and 8.8. You'll recall that at the last hearing, the last day of the hearing, the president indicated an informed court that he was withdrawing part of his, what we call a relief in court, regarding the remittal of the matter back to the public protector. Now, in a later submission, the president indicates that that uh, once the once the report is once the report is set aside, it must go back to the public protector for it for further investigation. He also adds a further prayer to his uh, relief that he will also proclaim a commission of inquiry within 30 days. So, from our perspective, is that the complaints that are contained in the public protector's report will go back to be investigated by the public protector. But also, you must also remember that the public protector has indicated that she does not have the resources to investigate the complaints, and she indicated that she needed almost 30 million to do so. So it's quite surprising that the president still persists with that prayer. So uh, uh, with regard to your submission, what would your argument be against this? Well, our argument is very simple that there is no basis to set aside the remedial action. The court must carry through the actions, the remedial action proposed by by Advocate Madonsela because it makes sense in the circumstances of this case that the president is a person who is implicated in some of the complaints. So it would be quite odd, and we say it's in conflict uh, of interest for the president to to nominate the the chair of the commission. So does that mean that you are not prepared to consider these later submissions at all? Well, it's for court to decide because we've already made uh, our submissions that uh, that the that the action must be must be dismissed with cost. So we don't think that it takes the matter any further. For instance, take the the, the proposal that he will proclaim a commission of inquiry. We don't know the terms of that commission. It's not clear from the from his own submission what that commission will deal with, because he's already indicated that the complaints must be dealt with by the public protector. So the commission must be for something else. Mr. Mabuza, uh, when will this matter be heard by the court? It's already been heard. The court is on, we are only awaiting judgment from court, so we're not expecting any any further argument. All right. We'll leave it there. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Eric Mabuza. The court uh, not expecting uh, this to be heard any further and uh, just awaiting a judgment, as he says. And he's, of course, the attorney representing the UDM and COPE in this matter. Uh, for more on this, we join on the line by constitutional law expert at the University of Cape Town, Professor Kathy Powell. Thanks for your time this morning. Oh, these lines uh, really tripping us up this morning. Uh, the guest is there, I can tell you that, uh, but for some reason just struggling uh, to make that connection uh, between my mic and uh, the, the, the the guest listening on the other side. Uh, but uh, we will try and uh, sort that out as soon as we can. In the meantime, let me read some of your views, your comments on this particular matter. At Sveveni says, um, uh, well, Sveveni is on Eskom. I want to read some regarding this particular matter. Uh, Zeta 
Zana says uh, President Jacob Zuma is willing to set up a commission within 30 days as long as he will not appear before that committee. Uh, the president is playing hide and seek. Lebohang says, why doesn't the president want to be investigated if he is so clean? And Ernest says, I find it nonsensical and immature that the president now comes with ultimatums to set up a commission of inquiry into state capture. Well, we are now uh, on the line to uh, UCT's uh, law, uh, constitutional law expert, Cathy Powell. Thanks for your time this morning. Thank you very much. So is the president within his rights to ask uh, for the Madoncela's remedial action to be set aside? Well, he's within his rights to ask, I suppose, because anybody can take the remedial action on review if it affects them. However, I don't think that the remedial action can be set aside. In other words, it's up to the court to decide whether the uh, recommendations that she's made are, in fact, um, uh, unreasonable or wrongful under law. And I don't think there's any basis to decide that. What view do you think the court would be likely to take on this particular matter and these latest submissions? Well, the latest submissions are just a way of clarifying at the judge's request what happens to Zuma's original plea, because remember he dropped a major part of it halfway through the court proceedings. Initially, he, he said he wanted the whole thing overturned and mm. taken back to the public protectors for reinvestigation from square one. And then at some stage, you just suddenly dropped that. So the judge wanted to know, well, okay, what in fact are you asking for? And so um, uh, he then came up with, a, with what the list of what he really wants now. Now, um, I don't see the latest submissions as making a huge uh, uh, change to the arguments. In fact, there are, there are no new arguments before the court. And I think the, the arguments that have already been made uh, by the other side against the, uh, the president's application for review are that um, there's very good reason for the public protector to have put specific provisions into her recommendations about what this uh, commission must look like that the state president, that the president must um, uh, set up and what powers it must have. And what the president is now trying to do is to, to take out, I and mean, he's specifically trying to overturn those parts of a recommendation that would give the commission more punch. So, for example, he's trying to overturn the part that gives it, the commission equal powers of investigation to the public protector herself. And, of course, he's trying to be the person who decides who the judge is, which means that the commission will not be seen to be unbiased. So... Um, or he's trying to decide who the commissioner is, so the commission may not look unbiased. So um, there's no reason from the arguments that have been presented so far by the, uh, by the opposing counsel uh, not to allow the recommendations of the public protector simply to stand. And his own argument, which is that only the president can set up a commission of inquiry is problematic in light of the fact that the, uh, the president himself is implicated and will be investigated by the commission. And also in um, the submission here, um, the, the prayer that the complaints regarding the alleged breaches of uh, code of ethics yeah. should be dealt with by the public protector. Uh, what would that, uh, the significance of that be? Why the public protector and uh, why would it be any different if it were uh, dealt with by the commission that will be set up? Well, I think that what that does is put complaints specifically against the president and other members of the executive back 
in the domain of the public protector, which does suggest that the commission itself will be set up to investigate other people and other things and not actually investigate the president or members of the executive. But, of course, if we're talking about state capture, we're talking about the president and members of the executive being captured.